coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Marketing Radio, the show where we bring you inspiring conversations with industry leaders and franchise experts. Today, I have a special guest. His name is Mr. Allison. He's the Chief Marketing Officer of Slim Chickens. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Rob. And I think I just introduced you the way your mom does. I am sorry, Chris. <laughs> That's okay. So, the introduction, the introduction down because, for the introduction, Christopher's fine, but just call me Chris. There you go. We could go both ways. So you're a very flexible guy. I get that. Uh, so, hey, it's great to have you. And certainly the brand Slim Chickens, for me at least, I know you're in 32 states, but for me, I know it. It's got, we've got two locations probably and growing here in Colorado Springs. So love it. And I have some experience with other places. So it's great to be talking to you. I always like that when, uh, when I get to talk to people that I actually am a customer of beforehand. So it's kind of cool. But tell us a little bit more about uh, Slim Chickens, your, your role as chief marketing officer, how you, you know, I know you've got a, a storied career in franchise marketing and restaurant marketing. Tell me a little bit about how that connection was made. And then, you know, you're inheriting Slim Chickens, sort of like this momentum, right? This uh, brand that people really love. Tell me a little bit about what your plans are going forward. Yes, yeah, so that's a big, long question there. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you the, the quick background of, of how I got introduced and, and uh, became a partner and also uh, the chief marketing officer with Slim Chickens. But I come from an agency background. I worked for several different agencies over the course of my career. And then started my own firm in 1996. It was based in Little Rock, Arkansas. We mainly specialized in regional and national restaurant chains. It was a full service agency. And we went through the whole uh, process of shifting from what was then traditional media to adding non-traditional media. And now it's all just media. But it was a great run. We were, I had the firm for 17 years. And in 2010, I sold the firm to another firm and I had a five-year non-compete. So I did what everybody does when you sell your firm and you have a non-compete, you become a consultant, right? And so I spent five years as a consultant. And over the course of that time, I worked for the agency that was the purchaser of our firm, but also for a number of other clients who were outside of the agency world, outside of the agency relationship. And one of those was Slim Chickens. And it was ironic because, you know, I had known Slim Chickens and Tom and Greg, the two founders, Tom Gordon and Greg Smart, really vicariously from when they had started since they started in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And there was also a close connection. Tom Gordon's mother used to work for me. So as they were kind of starting off in the very early days and, and really, you know, struggling to build this concept. There would be, often there would be a moment of, 
Tom's mom coming in and asking some questions and 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 looking for a little bit of advice, which was always nice, and and I think always uh, speaks to kind of the relationship that we have as partners as as well as uh, colleagues here at Slim Chicken. So that we we started. I did a couple of projects for him. Uh, Tom Gordon. Uh, eventually, he and Greg uh, decided that they really wanted me to be. Uh, a part of the brand, uh, not only just from a marketing standpoint, but uh, as part of the the team that helped build the concept. And uh, my wife and I started, uh, moved to Northwest Arkansas and started here at Slim Chickens almost six years ago. And it's just been a, it's just been a whirlwind since then. Yeah, I'll bet it has. Um, you you threw up a couple of quick ones here in Colorado Springs, and they're they're just they're killing it. So yeah, it must be a whirlwind. Right. I think you said every seven days or so you, you open a new one. So it's yeah, uh, it's pretty yeah, currently amazing. yeah currently we have 170 stores open in the U.S. Uh, we open uh, a store about every seven days. Uh, we're going to do. Uh, I think we're going to be close to maybe above or below, depending on some construction. Uh, deadlines and things like that, which always uh, have a, a little bit of play in a new business opening, of, regardless of what kind of business you're in. But 170 units in the U.S. Uh, we have 45 in the U.K., and that's uh, certainly a, a, an exciting thing for us as well. And we look for that growth to continue very uh, aggressively there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were telling me. So, just listening carefully to your answer earlier, I'm thinking. Oh, so, so the mom of your customer was, you know, I'm like, you got to be careful that. So you obviously did a good job because you were accepted into the family. Yes. The mom out. <laughs> right, right. That's good, man. That's good. You passed that test early on. Yeah. Um, but, but tell me a little bit about, so, you know, every seven days you have a launch and, and I think they're, they're beautiful. It's a beautiful concept. I, I love it. Um, tell me a little bit about the recipe that goes into a launch from a marketing standpoint, right? right? There's this idea that we just talked about. You kind of have this sort of, like anyone who knows you knows that people care about your food, but but like, how do you just create that maybe in a new market? Like, right. what do you do? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great question. And, and I get that question all the time, uh, particularly from potential franchisees of, uh, how are you going to launch this brand in my market where there's little to no awareness of Slim Chickens? And the answer is is pretty simple. Every place that we've opened a restaurant in the last four years has little to no awareness of Slim Chickens because we were just a small brand. And so every market is a new market for us, whether it be in the UK or whether it be in Sioux Falls, uh, where we opened a third store up there not too long ago, uh, or Minot, North Dakota, or Sparks, Nevada, where we just opened a few weeks ago, uh, and Lexington, Kentucky, which we opened a couple of weeks ago. So it's a it's it's a new market everywhere we go, and from a from a new restaurant opening standpoint, we follow one mantra, which is uh, establish ourselves as a part of the community and not part of a chain. And that goes through the process, a very meticulous process in our new restaurant opening program, to ensure that we're we're speaking in the Slim's voice as uh, a friend and a family member or a part of the community and not part of a, a national chain that's coming to town. Yeah. I mean, and I tell you, we live in this weird digital world that snuck up on us. Like for anyone that's like my age and maybe your, you know, your age, it's mm -hmm. like, it finally happened. We're, the world is really different from when I grew yeah. up. 
But one of the things that uh, I would say about a place like a restaurant concept, and you mentioned community, I think it's going to be more and more important to, to feel connected to the places we do business, to be able to go into a place and interact, even if it's for 15 minutes. You feel like, oh, those people are cool, they're nice, they're cheerful, great food, maybe hang out there and eat. The point is that the interaction is less than it used to be. Not all of us go to work every day and, and interact in an office environment. We're on a screen, you know? And so human interaction and relationship to me is important. And I think that a lot of the concepts that already have that model, I think that'll become, it'll have a different meaning in the future, right? Um, so tell me a little bit about, I know you guys do some unique things from a marketing standpoint to help with engagement, to help connect with people. You have things like reward apps and and they have a catering service so you can work with businesses in the area. And then, of course, there's apparel and, and stuff like that. And, you know, you have, yeah, like, I don't know, a little store or whatever, uh, which I think is cool because when people care about their food or a brand they like, they like wearing uh, some of the apparel. I think those are all important marketing ideas. Tell me about them. Tell me about those ideas and any other ideas you have. It kind of makes people feel a little bit more fanatical, I guess, kind of. Like, it's like, not just, hey, I go grab something quick. It's more like, I really love this food. But tell me a little bit of how the marketing plays into that. Yeah, so uh, it's a great question. Um, the, the digital evolution really benefited those brands that are the, the emerging brands. It allows us to have the kind of connectivity that we need to establish a relationship and create an emotional bond with our guests, which make them raving fans are in our world, we call them some enthusiasts. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's the goal that we have with our digital channels. And just a few years ago, uh, you know, I can remember when that was, that was the Holy grail of is it, how do I speak directly to all my guests on a day-to-day basis in a voice that is relevant to them with information that's relevant to them. And uh, the digital evolution allows us to do that now. And so that's an important part of our, of our business. The other, the other part is really understanding our sales channels and how we change that message based on the channel. So, you know, used to, you had in the restaurant business, it was simple. You had dining room and you had drive-through. Uh, and it was pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, just get more people to come in the dining room and get more people to come through the drive-through. Uh, today, we have dining room and drive-through. We have third-party delivery platforms that we all uh, have to maintain a brand presence on, and uh, which is kind of challenging sometimes because it's somebody else's brand that you're actually on. Uh, you have curbside. You have to go. You have our own white label delivery. Uh, with our catering program, as you mentioned, then you still have traditional call-in where people actually pick up a telephone and call the restaurant and how you manage that in a busy day. Um, And and then, you know, then you have our our own OLO or our own online ordering systems, which includes both our app and our loyalty program, as well as our desktop, uh, slimchickens.com ordering site. So now you're talking about the need not only to talk to your guests, but to talk to them about all of these different channels. And some of them use multiple channels and some of them only use a few. So uh, I, I think the first thing that we always try to do is to try and imagine how Slims would speak to those people through those channels and maintain that brand's voice. 
And that's really has been the strategy, the underlying strategy of everything we've done over the past six years. Uh, and it even gets down to uh, our positioning line of fresh, delicious chicken, which, uh, you know, it's, it's, I always like to, to share this piece of, uh, of our story with potential franchisees and, of course, with you today. But uh, when, uh, when, we first, when I first started working at Slim Chickens, one of the things that we looked at is what is our, what is our positioning line? What is, what is the truth and the transparency of the brand? And we did uh, guest intercepts in uh, our restaurants, and it really had nothing to do with the marketing survey that we were doing. It actually had to do with a product survey that we were doing. But the last question on that survey was in four words, describe Slim Chickens. And the four words were fresh, delicious, chicken, and yummy, which were the top four words. So that's how we approached marketing. We knew that that was honest and it was transparent, not because a marketing person came up with it or an advertising agency person came up with it or a consultant person came up with it, but because our guests told us that. And as long as we maintain that transparency and honesty with our guests, I think we can be successful. Wow. That was, that was a clinic on marketing right there. <laughs> uh, even though you you just kind of sound, we're just talking at the it's a casual conversation, but as a marketer, I'm paying attention. Um, but really, I mean, if you can get your customers to say the words that you yeah. feel your brand represents, man, have you done a good job? But also, it also tells me something else about marketing, and and I always it's nothing new with great franchise brands, but um, the food itself is the marketing because if it's really good. You're going to talk about it a lot <laughs> more than normal. So, like you know, to me that's a huge thing. And obviously, now we have there's digital platforms for reviews, which probably as a standard, I would think you guys do pretty well, unless someone gets mad about something and you have to deal with it. But uh, the reality is, for the most part, people probably reflect what we're talking about here in those kinds of venues. Is there is there something from a social media because that's such a big thing today with communities, people being online like Facebook or what have you. Is there something you think about when you're communicating over social media? Is it is it just make sure you're conveying that sort of fresh, delicious, yummy kind of idea? Because I know with, with imagery, restaurants have some of the best images make you hungry, right? When you look at a picture, but like when you do social, is there something unique you do or have found that kind of gets that engagement or gets people to take an action? Is there mm -hmm. something you've, you found that kind of connects on social platforms? Yeah, you know, social is a is an interesting platform because it's it really is exactly that a social platform and you want to create a conversation and it's not a sales channel platform it's it's you know uh the social channels aren't really a place to try and sell product all the time and so when we have a new promotion like our new nashville hot chicken sandwich which we just started uh, we're going to use that imagery and we're going to use some of that, those things on social media. But at the same time, we're also using social media to build that emotional connection and relationship with the brand. So right now uh, we're running uh, on our social platforms uh, promotion called Chill with Slims. And we ask uh, Slims enthusiasts to upload their images of how they're chilling with Slim this summer. And that'll go on for 30 days. And you know, then we'll have a, a, a group of uh, uh, judges who will select the top five winners. And what's five? I think three of those people win free slims for a year. And then we have a lot of gear and swag that we'll send out. So 
you know, it's not about just selling, you know, chicken tenders or chicken wings or chicken sandwiches. It's really about using the social aspect of those channels, which is what they were designed for to create an emotional connection with the brand. And that leads to sales. Oh, I mean, that's, that's what I was saying earlier too. I think more so now, more than ever, more so than is it about what you're saying, right? It, it's like, cause there's so many choices, right? Like you can drive down the street and there's a hundred zillion choices. And it's really about the place you just said, how are you going to chill with Slims? Well, I just like the whole idea of what you just said. The word chill and Slims in one sentence kind of is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh, but so like you're leveraging the brand, you're leveraging sort of the experience side of something as just basic as chicken food, right? Like, I mean, no, man, it's more than that, though. It's great food. It is a place to chill. Um, so that's really important. So tell me. Like you, you've got you've got 170 locations and growing. You've got stuff internationally. Um, you got stuff all over the country. I think. I mean, 32 states. I know it's pretty pretty broad. It's not like it's all down south. So right. tell me how you take that uh, southern hospitality feeling that the, the Slim's cool feeling that you just gave me just talking. Like, how do you take that into the UK? Let's say. Like, how, is there something you have to do that's more pronounced because you're in the UK and it's a very different culture? Or is it just doing what you do everywhere and it just works well? How does that work? Yeah, you know, that's the great thing about Southern hospitality is Southern hospitality is almost universally and globally known. So you don't have to convince people or to educate people what Southern hospitality is. You just have to prove that you have it. And as long as you focus on that and we focus on that, Southern hospitality plays extremely well in the streets of London in the same way that it does in Halotes, Texas. Um, and, and, you know, we've opened stores in Texas that seem like they were in a completely different world as well. So every community is unique, but they all have a, a understanding of what Southern hospitality means at some level. So that gives us uh, that gives us a opportunity uh, to break through the barrier and to create the trial, which eventually uh, creates the slim enthusiast that we're looking for. I love that. Uh, that's amazing. So, so like you, you've said a lot of things in this conversation that would tell me why you're unique. Right. And I, but I happen to be a guy that knows about a lot of different franchise brands and just an older person that's been a consumer a while. So I hear a lot of things that sound unique, but tell me more. You're in a competitive space. Tell me more about what you think is unique and what you might share with some of your franchisee prospects when you talk to them. Sure. What makes you, different? Uh, you know, I, I think the one, the first thing that makes us unique is, is our product itself. And it's hundred percent natural chicken. It's, uh, made to order, buttermilk marinated, hand breaded, and served with one of our 17 house dipping sauces. So if you ask me, are there five, what are the, your five reasons to go to Slim Chickens? I would recite those five reasons uh, to begin with. And that's what we want to educate people to make them understand why we are different from a product standpoint. That is That makes us unique. Uh, you know, the other things that make us unique is is the vibe and the feel of the restaurant, which we call Southern Chic. Um, it's it's um, it's upscale or fast casual. We don't want to be considered QSR. We're making to order. We're making our food fresh and it's going to take a little longer. And we try and, and make that 
which some people would see as a weakness in their brand, we try to make that a strength in our brand. And I would rather, I guess, uh, be a little bit uh, concerned with the fact that it took six, seven, eight, ten minutes to get their food, but that it was ten times better than what they would get across the street in that drive-through. And if we can deliver on that promise of the quality, and we deliver on the promise of Southern hospitality, and then we just use some good old-fashioned marketing to let people know about that and encourage them to stop by and give us a chance, we can win. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it's the marketing is in the dipping sauces, right? Uh, I, I read that about the was it seventeen? You said is that how many? Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's a royal number. They go up and down. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I figured you invent new stuff. Is there something that goes into that? That you know. So now we're talking more about the chef side of things, or the tasting, the palate. Like, who comes up with those sauces? Is there a process? How does that work? Yeah, we have a, we have a, a, a in-house uh, chef, Chef Susan, uh, who works on product development uh, all day, every day. And we have a product development team, uh, which includes myself as well as uh, our COO and uh, several other of our senior level management uh, people, so that we we are constantly looking at what are what are on uh, what are trends, what are flavor profiles that are emerging, and how can we capitalize on that? And typically, uh, we just did a promotion not too long ago around our dry rub wings, uh, which is lemon pepper, cayenne ranch. Uh, and Nashville Hot, which was the predecessor to the Nashville Hot Chicken Sandwich. That's our current promotion. And uh, those became uh, flavor profiles that we could introduce uh, on a limited time only basis. And we have stores that keep them year round. But, uh, you know, when I say it's a kind of a Royal 17, the great thing about having that arsenal of different flavors is from a marketer standpoint, it's a dream. I can create promotions all day long and I don't have to bring any new SKUs in. <laughs> oh, I know. You just mix and match different yeah, flavors. Yeah, we did, a, we did a promotion a few years ago um, and it was actually a combination of two of our sauces. And uh, we did a contest with our uh, general managers in all of our restaurants. And it was you know, the contest was called Tell Me What You Make When Nobody Else Is Looking. And... Uh, so what we wanted to find out, you know, the guys that live there every day, all day long, uh, what are what are they doing uh, that that might be unique? And we had a, a general manager, I believe it was out of Tyler, Texas, that uh, sent us in an, a recipe for what he he called devil's smoke, which was the combination of uh, our uh, um, honey barbecue and our um, mango habanero sauce. And you mixed them together and you got this sort of sweet taste when you when you uh, ate, a, uh, ate a wing. But after you finished it, you got this heat. And and it, so he called it devil's smoke. And it was a, it was a great story and a great promotion for us. But, you know, that's kind of how we also approach product development is we don't just look inside our four, four walls. Uh, we're talking to the people who live this brand every day at the store level. And that's really where the great ideas come from. Yeah. Yeah. Now we talk about franchising, the concept of it all the time on the show, right? Like just the brilliance of having all these smart people and then creative. And in this case, you know, foodies that really are just coming up with new ideas. <laughs> what are you doing you know, all day? Right. What are you right. coming up with? And it's funny how hot food is like that. We all love hot food. We love to 
It's like, let me try that, even though it's making my head burn off. It's just fun. Uh, it, it, yeah, it must be fun from a marketing standpoint. Um, so as we you know, wrap up this, this show today, and I appreciate your time today, Chris. No, I appreciate um, you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell me a little bit. You've been around a while, and you've got a lot of experience. If you know, you're talking to a young marketer, a young audience of, of digital marketing people, people in the, in the franchise industry, marketing in the restaurant space, is there any advice that, that you would give them in terms of how to approach marketing? Just a core, some, a core idea you would never abandon, even with all this change. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something like that or even something you could share from a mentor that kind of stuck with you that you've always incorporated in, in your journey? Yes. Uh, you know, I, I think my, my advice would be, one, make sure you're passionate about it. And if you don't love it, go find what you love and do that because then you will never have a job and you will always be happy. And you'll kind of be like me with always looking for uh, another reason not to retire. And so that would be my first, my first piece of advice. Uh, If, if then, if you really have that passion for marketing, uh, get in early and uh, ground floor is typically how you get into the marketing side, whether it be on the corporate side in a restaurant franchise or uh, scenario or an advertising agency. Uh, but once you can, if you can get in the door, you can really begin to explore the way you can grow and be, and use that passion in a way that makes you feel really happy and fulfilled at the end of the day. Uh, you know, marketing is not, uh, it's, it's not hard work, uh, but it, it is, um, it's very fulfilling work. And if uh, if you truly love it, it's it's almost uh, it's almost an addiction. Well, I can vouch for that. I would say that's a word. It's an interesting word, but I've often heard you know success is really about this passion. It's almost like an addiction, right? right. Maybe in a positive way. And I also love uh, what you said about retirement. I don't know in our world if there is such a thing, really, or there should be. I don't either. Should, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't either. I don't know. Well, Preston, it's a pretty old gentleman. I don't know that you need to retire if you like what I guess he likes what he does. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I think that's right. And as a marketer, I see myself just continuing to market things I right. believe in and I love and they're cool. And just in general, I think franchising is cool, right? I think the concept, the idea, it's very, it would be very hard to do what the guys did when they started Slim Chickens, right? Like, like, like mom like came to you and had all those questions, right? It wasn't really easy to get that going. But I tell you what, if you plug in now, it's one of the best ways to start a business. So uh, is, there a, is there a way that folks can get more information about the opportunity? Clearly, they can Google Slim Chickens or look for it online if they're, they're interested in if there's one nearby. But how about the opportunity of joining your, your team? How do, they, how do they learn about that? Yeah, so um, it depends on the on the level that they're they're interested in. Obviously, we have our slimchickens.com and our locations page. There's links there to all the restaurants if they're interested in working at a restaurant or talking to a restaurant. Uh, if they're interested in talking to us here at the corporate office, they can always uh, contact us through our contact forms, which are on the website page, or they can certainly always uh, just reach out to the office here directly in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Excellent. Perfect. Well, Chris, it was a pleasure. I appreciate you being here. I hope to have you back again soon. Yeah, it'd be my pleasure. I'd love to. 